Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist and of course guys you're probably wondering wait what's going on guys the dogs are here they are always here the Honorable Tesla is staring at me from his bed that him and the fantastic Miss Frida swap they swap beds. Me and Patron call it the cro uh, the crossing of the dogs. You know, it's really cute when they do it right, but it's also really, it hurts a lot if you're the one laying down on the sofa and the dogs cross over you. Oh. Yeah. And of course, that... C can confirm. This embodied voice is, of course, the illustrious Butt Maestro. How's it going, buddy? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. Uh, hey, Admiral. Hey. <laughs> uh... Yeah, y'all saw the title. You know what we're doing this week. We're going, we're going down to Bayou, and we're going to talk about football. Foosball. Uh, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about the shit they love. And this week, I mean, Admiral, where does the water boy fall with your favorite and least favorite Happy Madison movies? Because this is at least in my top three. Okay, so... After rewatching it, I understand why I loved it as a child. I think I'd probably have to put it maybe in the third or fourth top. But I'm that weirdo that loves Little Nicky. I'm that fucking weirdo. I love Little Nicky. I've never actually seen Little Nicky all the way through. I think I gave up in the first 20 minutes. It's okay. It's okay. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those. That's okay. I, I love Billy Madison. <laughs> oh, the, like the meme I sent you? Uh, I would say yes, but I don't currently have the device that has that meme on it, Admiral. Oh, okay. Well, it's the one It's the one where it's the stuffed alligator head. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> ah! Um, it's a very niche meme. Like, you, it's a very deep cut meme. Very deep cut. It really is. Um... Uh, but, so, but guys, we're here to talk yeah, about Waterboy. This movie, huh? Waterboy, 1998. This fucking movie. And yes, it is the 25th anniversary of Waterboy. Yes, we are that old. Yes, Henry Winkler still looks amazing because I met him last Thursday. Well, not last Thursday. We recorded on a Tuesday, and this show drops on Friday. So technically, last Thursday from listening to this. I uh, met Henry Winkler with Patron and Lord Niraz. Wonderful man in the entire world. Amazing, wonderful. He talked about Waterboy in his talk, and he said his two favorite roles in the entire movies he's worked in was Waterboy and Night Shift, and I love both of those movies. And later on, I'll let you know what scene was his favorite to film, but Maestro, when we get there. But yes. you mentioned something about Henry Winkler. About you wanted to talk to him about some, you know him from some roles or something? Yes, and in order to talk about this, I want you to first introduce a new concept for a segment. Oh, you mean tedious talk? Yeah, tedious talk. What was your what was your idea for tedious talk? How, how are we doing this? So so the thing is that we people are like, oh, well, you have a soapbox. But the soapbox is mainly a giant brick of a milk crate that we keep in the corner that we need when we need to get on social issues, we get the dogs to bring it over, or we carry it over for each other through the time zones. We make sure that social issues and political issues are talked on that. To rebrand away from that 
to not just use the soapbox for everything, but just for social issues, right. we decided right. to come up with um, tedious talk. We thought of talk nerdy to me, but we were like, that's a little bit on the nose. Tedious talk is a little bit more in depth and more in tune to our um, idiosyncrasies, I guess I would say. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Tedious talk. So, for this installment of Tedious Talk, I'm going to tell you a thing that you don't know about Henry Winkler, because I'm pretty sure, Admiral, that you have not yet watched uh, The Legend of Vox Machina Season 2. No, but I did see it on there, and I almost mentioned it to him, but I decided to talk to him about his audiobook that he's coming out in the end of the year. You have to watch Vox Machina Season 2, and any Cinemaniacs listening to the show that love Henry Winkler and kind of liked Vox Machina Season 1, he is in Vox Machina Season 2. And now, Amal, do you want me to tell you who he plays? Yes, of course. goddamn adorable. Alright, so you remember Pike, the, the gnome cleric? Yes. Henry Winkler plays uh, Pike's Great, great, great grandfather. Wow, really? Oh my uh, God. Essentially, the, fo- the father figure that adopted Grog from Grog's murdery Goliath tribe when Grog was like, no, I don't feel like killing this innocent person. And the tribe turned on him. Grandpappy fucking Henry Winkler <laughs> was the guy that was like, it's okay, big guy, come here. Oh... It's so goddamn wholesome, Admiral. I need you to watch this show. Okay. okay. You will love it. It's the season two. Even done? if you're like it's meh to the rest of the season, uh, like you were with season one, and I respectfully disagree, but I also respect your opinion. That's fair. Okay. Thank I you. I think you will love season two just for Henry Winkler. That's, Henry Winkler. That's fine. So okay. So I need to check it out. Okay. All right. Well, if Henry Winkler's in it, I guess I'll. I guess I'll check it out. You know how ma- how good this man is at marketing. During his talk that Incredible. he had, he was like, he was like, Barry season four is coming out on April sixteenth. Everybody say it, April sixteenth, April sixteenth. And lo and behold, when we were in line to meet him, Patron was on her phone perusing through Facebook, and an ad came up for season four of Barry. And I just look at her and I go, Hey, the man knows how to market. The man knows how to market. <laughs> he knows how to market. Amazing. Uh, Henry Wink- Winkler is a national treasure. He really is. Yeah. Um, uh, and a lot of people are wondering, or not wondering, what did you talk to Henry Winkler about? So I only was able to meet him for like 30 seconds in between pictures. Um, and I decided to talk to him about his audiobook because both him and I have dyslexia. And I went up to him put my hand gently on his shoulder and was like sir thank you for reading your uh book that's coming out at the end of the year because i want to hear your travel through the film industry through your eyes because i also have dyslexia and his eyes were so like i hate to use the word humble but he was so in tune with the universe that he just looked at me he goes you're very welcome i hope you have a wonderful day he was genuinely a super nice person. Genuinely. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. I, I've unfortunately never met him in person, uh, but he just seems like an awesome dude. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he, he is just one part of this crazy movie. Yeah. Oh, and also, guys, if you're in the Central Florida area and you did go to uh, Meg, uh, Megacon, 
Not MechaCon. Mega. I'm sorry. No, it is MechaCon. I don't know which one it is. One is in New Orleans that doesn't exist anymore, and one is now in Orlando. You went to MegaCon. M-E-G-A. Okay. I went to MegaCon. If you saw... You went to MegaCon. Mega. Mega. Yeah. If you saw uh, Tangerine, Lemon, and the uh, the Prince on Thursday, that was, the butt, that was not the butt maestro. That was the Admirable Admiral and his crew walking around mm. so if you did see us you could have said hey but it's all right it's fine so let's get started on water boy right let's go okay 1998 water boy all right i got pictures because i re i rewatch every movie that we that we review and the first time i just watch it okay but the second time i take pictures so i can send to you during the recording of the show and be like what do you think this looks like and i have a shit ton of pictures to send to you so you go ahead and start Cause I'm ready to send you some pictures. Uh, let me let me re-pull up my Wikipedia page. Uh, so this all takes place down the Bayou in Louisiana, and Bobby Boucher uh, is has been a water boy for this Louisiana college team, uh, a fictionalized University of Louisiana UL. Um, uh, you mean basically Lafayette? <laughs> it basically, yeah, to- totally not UL Lafayette. I think that's what they're going for here. Uh, led by a very successful coach, very egotistical coach, who is a total dick and fosters a really unhealthy environment. <laughs> but yep. the football team Cut is good. Em. And in Louisiana, they care about football. Uh, so, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this episode's going to be so fucking weird. Jack- Jackson's Bayou. Hard of Cajun country. Bobby has been their water boy since he was like 12, and he's now a 31-year-old man, but he I goes all I believe it's all stated for out. 18 years? Yeah, something like that. Uh, can we just agree, Bobby's definitely on the spectrum, right? Oh, 1,000%. Bo- 1,000%. And I mean this with nothing but respect to anyone on the autism spectrum, anyone of neurodivergent spectrum, because, hey... Y- y'all probably guessed the admiral and myself are too. Uh, we're not a hundred percent diagnosed where exactly on those spectrums we fall, but I come on, we are. Yep. Uh, yep. That's why we run a movie podcast and don't get paid for it. So yep, he's definitely because it's just it's therapy it for the both of us. It hundred percent comes from his mom. And can we talk about how awesome Kathy Bates is in this? You mean you mean hold also, on, hold admiral, on, Oscar. Oscar award-winning okay. Kathy Bates. Oscar award-winning Kathy Bates. Yes. 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 But specify Jackson's, that. Jackson's Bayou, Louisiana, hot Cajun country. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, and uh, so, uh, Red, how do you say that? God, this is really weird. I'm 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 part Cajun, but I can't even say Red Laboo or Bo. I yeah. don't even know the coach's name. The Cougars. Uh, it's it's definitely some kind of uh, play on a uh, Cajun play on bully. It's got to yeah. be. Yeah, I just sent you another one, um, and I just love that that date is uh, next Friday, August twenty ninth. Do you know how significant that date is? You got to know how significant that date oh is. Oh my god! Yes, exactly, Katrina, Katrina. August twenty ninth. Wait, did we? Oh my God, Katrina. Yep. You, you there, Admiral? 
Yeah, of course I am. Of course I'm here. Always. I, I have another little nerdy thing for you, and I'll try not to keep this as long as the first one about Henry Winkler. Uh, do ahead. you know what wrestler that is? Uh, isn't that the big show? That isn't is that, the that big guy? show. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen the big show play D&D live on a stage? Uh, no, I have not. With Joe Manganello and no. Joe Manganello's personal trainer and no. Travis Willingham from Critical Role? Nope. <laughs> nope, I have not. Sorry. Because it's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm going to send you the link. You can watch it in 1.25 speed. It's not an hour long when you watch it in 1.25 speed. But if you want to watch a bunch of the swollest individuals Swole. play the goofiest level 20 D&D characters you've ever seen, I will send you a clip. Okay. And it does include the big show, a.k.a. Uh, Captain Insano. Oh, you mean you, you mean, Cap- you mean slap. The, Ca- slap? Captain, I- Captain Insano. Ca- Captain Insano shows no mercy. <laughs> you mean the slap. Oh, Captain Insano with the eyes poke. Oh, Oh. Captain Insano shows no mercy. I'm sorry I do the Bobby Boucher voice too well because I have, for reasons I cannot disclose on this podcast, I have been called Bobby Boucher too many times by too many people. Um, I, I'm just going to leave it there. I have uh, family members that sound like the Cajun dialect that isn't able to be deciphered on the subtitles of this movie i have family that I, talks i like understood that. him just fine oh my god of course you would of course you Gla- would. gladys and i understood him just fine <laughs> context clues are important all right hey but i, I understand that cage of french just fine okay did you see the other photos i sent you of the water of the water yes. that coach klein just said ew okay first of all Ew. That looks like it because the water. Okay, so I'm gonna post these. I want to post these on the Instagram. But the water that Coach Klein uh, gives to his players looks like if you were to not cut grass all of summer, then cut grass, drain all the water from under the lawnmower, put it in a giant thing, and go. That's the water. It looks like mud and grass combined in some liquid viscous form. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Bobby leaves to uh, UL to go to basically southern LSU. Southeastern LSU, yeah. whatever. S- Southeastern-ish. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and goes in, goes to Coach Klein, played by the amazingly grateful Henry Winkler, um, and says, I'll do it for free as long as you don't serve any other, you don't serve any water to a living being with that. And I love how Coach Klein's like, that's it? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, and then uh, we see that Bobby actually has some sort of superpower. He can channel his anger towards people that get him angry. Would you ag- okay. Would you agree with that, but Maestro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um and I just wanted to make sure that uh, you did get my last picture when they did the first game. That uh, that commentator's booth looks like something straight out of Louisiana. I just want you to... Oh, it, I've been in that booth. Oh, okay, cool. Not 
not literally that booth because they shot most of this in Florida. Yeah, they did. Central Florida. But I've, I've been in that booth at Joe Yenny and Tag Gormley before the renovations. Okay. All right, cool. Just just making sure because I literally. I, 100% I've been in that announcer booth. I, Not that exact one, but those exact conditions. Okay. Because I took a picture because I was like, oh, the Bum Maestro has been in this booth. Not realistically, but logistically through time and space. Yes, you have been into that booth. Um, so, yeah, and then. Uh, they start winning games. They lose their first one, um, and then they start winning games. They start winning games. And then, oh, my God, the most New Orleans bowl ever, the Bourbon Bowl. Yep. The Bourbon Bowl. Yep. It, it is It is very – yep. <laughs> uh, now, I do have to point something out here. In the Bourbon Bowl, uh, this school, Bobby School, goes against Iowa. And beats Iowa. Mm-hmm. That is accidentally kind of relevant this week. Yeah, because... Because do you know did, what LSU? LSU's women's basketball team just did? Didn't they beat Iowa? Yep. yep. For the national championship. Yep. For the first time in the school's history. Well, there you go. We made it relevant again somehow. I don't know how this podcast keeps doing somehow, it. Somehow. I don't know how we always do uh, that. It's purely by accident. You know who it is? It's the dogs. It's the dogs. Oh, it has to be the dogs. It's the dogs. 100%. That's why they sleep so much, because they just live in time and space and maneuver all these things and align the stars and planets for it to be the way it is. Thank you, pups. Yeah, pretty much. Thanks. Um, I know we're kind of skipping over a lot, but this movie, it's... Y'all have seen this movie. exactly. Don't tell me y'all haven't seen this movie, or at least seen the important clips from the movie. Like, the whole shtick is Bobby has temper problems, and he's been bullied his whole life. What about Colonel Sanders? Tell me me you don't relate to this movie at least a little bit. What about... Because everyone I've talked to that loves this movie as much as I do was all bullied in high school, and all never got a chance to release that frustration in a healthy way. Yeah. I love how Colonel Sanders kept getting beat up. <laughs> oh my god, he cannot catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Colonel Sanders can't catch a fucking break. Now, I will, I'm going to be just a little bit nitpicky about the accents in this movie. Because there's some points where they get the accent real right. And then there's other points where they... What's, what's a word that they keep... Instead of saying, like, if they went to say murder, they wouldn't say murder. They say moida. Now, Admiral, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure that is not part of the, like, Cajun, like, Bayou regional accent. Oh, it's all, it's most of it's all Hollywood. Right? Hollywoodized? Yeah, it's It's all all Hollywoodized. I know it's Hollywoodized. I'm just being nitpicky because when they make a movie about my hometown, (laughs) I'm going to be a little nitpicky. (laughs) And it's shot under a completely different state? That's hilarious. I mean, it is hilarious. But it's it's supposed to be Louisiana. Now I will point one thing out. Again, a little nitpick about it's supposed to be in Louisiana, right? right? So why are the cops county cops? Hey, uh, hey, they already specified that in the. I had that ready in the trivia uh, on the MDBO. Did did you? Yeah. That the uh, the the patch on the yep. police officer when they're taking away Vicky Valancourt, which oh my god, tell me you didn't have a crush on her when you were a kid watching. I this did. Movie. I was like, I can help her. 
That that's Selma I, Blair, yeah, right? Uh, yeah, that's she's from um she's from the Craft and also the Return to Oz from the eighties. Yeah, she's. Oh. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, man, I could really help her through all of her issues. Mm. I I will help her. <laughs> I will help her. That's what I thought. No, she will. She will ruin oh, your life. One thousand percent. And you know what? I'm okay to take that chance. I'm okay to be broken again. Okay. <laughs> oh. She can ruin. She, my go life. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it's uh, uh, Vicky Valencourt is uh, Vicky Valencourt. Uh, They're taking her away, and the patch on the cops' jackets say "County yep. Police," and I'm like, "No, that's supposed to be yep. a parish." The parish. You know, they, they, they speak like they a lot from the, from, from the parish, but they also speak like they're from Lafayette, too. You know? Right? It's, it's a I'm little like, weird. I'm like, oh my god, where did y'all go? Where did y'all go? <laughs> um, uh, oh, apparently, um, Kathy Bates uh, was conceived to take the role of Helen, Mama, uh, by her niece, a longtime fan of Adam Sandler. So her niece basically helped her get this role. That's fucking amazing. Um, um, oh, and uh, as of 2021, this is Adam Sandler's 10th most highest grossing movie with a box office of uh, $198,520,934. is a shit ton of money. Wow. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Are, oh, so most uh, most of the extras in the Bourbon Bowl were uh, UF, uh, UCF fans. Uh, UCF students, I'm sorry. Um, I believe that... That makes that sense. Because they, they, they filmed everything in... Uh, they filmed some scenes in New Orleans and mostly in Florida, but I think they filmed in Carolina, one of the Carolinas, for the Bourbon Bowl. I don't know exactly which one. Correction, they filmed at UCF, University of Central Florida, not the Carolinas for the Bourbon Bowl. But they did. That makes sense, though. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm going to look up something else. You go ahead and talk. I know we skipped around a lot, but I know you want to talk about Vicky and about... But, like, the, the, the main plot points of the movie, it's a very simple plot, all right? It's a football underdog story. It's making fun of Rudy, but it takes place down here in the bayou. It's, like, Bobby Boucher, who started as a water boy, has a temper problem, focuses that temper problem to help out this coach that can't get his team off the fucking ground, becomes the star player, has some hiccups, has some problems with Mama, because Mama thinks his girlfriend is the devil. Everybody's uh, the devil, Bobby. What am I missing? E- everything's the devil. E- everything outside that house is the devil. I'm going to stop with the accent. I'm sorry. I keep slipping into it, because it's too easy for me not to. But, uh, <laughs> I promise I mean no offense with this accent, y'all. I'm from, he- like, here. It's like, okay. come on. I, I know. Uh, but look. I, I'm i excited that we're actually reviewing this movie because I forgot how good this movie was. Thank you. Thank you. Like, of all the Adam Sandler, of all the Happy Madison movies, I feel like this aged the least yep. poorly. Yep. Once again. Of most, if not all, Happy Madison Once again, Madison it movies. aged like fine yogurt that you buy. 
<laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Do you want to talk about all... all okay, so of course, Bob... Uh, actually, Coach Klein forges uh, Bobby Boucher's high school um, equivalent uh, diploma. So, uh, diploma. you know, Red uh, Coach Red comes up and, uh, you know, basically is like, hey, look, you can't do it, and you're fired. Uh, because apparently Coach Klein and him had, you know, history, um, and they were basically supposed to be uh, main coaches of UL, but um, he basically took the green notebook that Coach Klein made all the plays in, took it from him, and this is the scene that I was talking about earlier. Um, Henry Winkler's favorite scene to film in this movie was when he was in high heels talking to a phone that wasn't connected and saying, I don't know, I don't know. That was his favorite scene to film in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I bet. Uh, and basically, uh, uh, Bobby helps, helps Coach Klein use his anger and he- gets his manhood back, in a sense, to basically have coach red turn into a baby turn into a dog he doesn't channel his energy like everyone else does he harnesses his infuriation of coach red to things that he doesn't find anger like find scary like he doesn't find a baby scary. right he he makes the scary person more exactly and then that gives him the strength which is another great mental strategy um all I gotta say is, I love when Derek Wallace, you know Lawrence, when he comes up and he's like, "Go kick yes. the ball," and it's a Ku Klux Klan member's head. I laugh so hard at that every time. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's hilarious. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. It won't make sense if you see the movie, but it's fucking hilarious. Oh my um, god! What about Peter Dante? I love seeing him in a role. But I most notably know him Who is that? from Grandma's Boy. Oh my god, that is him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was trying to think, who the fuck is that dude? Because the, the quarterback and the dude with the lazy eye, yeah. I think, had the best uh, Cajun accents. Yep. The the best regional accents of everyone in this movie. So thank you. <laughs> yep. I had no idea who the fuck that was. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, oh, I also love when... Uh, when oh god, I don't know the other guy's name, but the angry choo choo train. I love what he's like. Woo, woo! Oh my god, <laughs> that dude at the end on the other team. About no, I, also, I do have to point out something about Adam Sandler and football and Happy Madison. If I had a nickel for every time Happy Madison did a movie about football, American football specifically, I think we'd have three nickels. Right? Mm-hmm. This, uh, Longest Yard, mm-hmm. and the fucking Sean Payton movie that came out on Netflix last year. Yep. Am I missing any? No. That's correct. That's actually something else I was going to bring up. You're correct. You're correct. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time Adam Sandler did a football movie, I'd have three nickels. Which doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's weird that it's happened three times. <laughs> All right. That's a really weird Bob's Burgers reference, I'm assuming. 
You didn't get the Doofenshmirtz? Oh, okay. I need to work on my Doofenshmirtz. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I thought... Dan Povenmire, don't hate me. I thought that was Tina. I thought... Sorry. I thought it was... Well, Tina. I'll be honest. I don't really understand. Can't, I can't... I can't do Doofenshmirtz. I can't. It's okay. Ugh. It's okay. Uh, we, we all have our strength voices, and we all have our weak voices. It's fine. That is not one of mine. Exactly. Um, so, uh, at the end, of course... They win the super the Super Bowl. They win the Bourbon Bowl, and I love that Vicky Valancourt's like thirty two twenty seven. Oh, how did you come up with that? That's the prediction. That's what's gonna happen. And then I love when it happens. The announcer just looks right at Vicky, and she's just like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, she is goddamn terrifying. Um, and uh, then Bobby finds out that his father didn't die in the Sahara Desert because his entire life. He was told that his father joined the Peace Corps and died in the Sahara Desert and that he couldn't help oh, out well. his father because he was in his mama's womb and couldn't bring him water. Yeah. So we find out that... Yeah, no. That, and, I, and, I, and I, of course, took a picture of this. New Orleans is an expensive city. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Would you agree yeah, with that? can confirm. Yeah. Can confirm, absolutely. Yeah, um, and he uh, basically da- Bobby's dad comes up when after they after they've won the Bourbon Bowl, and after the ESPN came out and did a whole you know spot on him, he just wants to marry Vicky and continue to go back to school so he can gain his his education and you know become a man and better help support the football community. And I love how his father just rolls up. And uh, uh, okay, all right, so. If you live in the New Orleans area, or in the Orlando area, Central Florida, you will mostly see characters like this out and about in these areas. And for one second, it was kind of scary that they let this man have a driver's license, and he drove up really fast. Legit, the first time I watched this movie, this scene scared the shit out of me. Because this car came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> this car came out of. Did, did you think? Did you think something like a lot more violent was gonna happen, Admiral? I don't know. I thought he was just gonna ride off his lawnmower into the sunset. I didn't know his dad was gonna come out of nowhere. Sorry, that fair. That scared Very the fair. shit out of me. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh God, a car coming out of nowhere!" <laughs> Fuck. Car coming out of nowhere. <laughs> um, and then, basically, the movie ends. And we don't have a Waterboy sequel, and I'm okay with it, but I kind of want one, but not really. Yeah, same. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I wouldn't be mad at one, but I'm also, like, it's probably for the best that it hasn't happened. One, 100% agree. <laughs> I don't know if this movie needs a sequel, but it is, like, I, I love it. I'm not going to say a great movie, but for what it's going for, I love it. Yep. Uh, Alright guys, so here on Cinema Gems, we have a rating system here. Full Gem, an amazing movie. Half Gem, an R.A. movie. No Gem, a horrible movie. But Maestro, what do you give Waterboy 1998? I I am on the edge of Half Gem and Whole Gem. And I don't know which side of that edge to fall on. I think I'm going to fall on the upper end of Half Gem. For this movie. I 100% agree with you. This is a half-gem movie. This is a movie that... But it's a great half-gem. 
It's a great drunk movie. It's a great you're just vibing and hanging out with your friends movie. It's just funny and goofy and not too offensive. Uh, See, no, this movie, it was either watch football, watch college football, or watch this movie in uh, Hanging Out With My Cousins. And I always chose to go watch this movie instead of watch college football. And I'm glad this is alternative to college football. I would gladly pick to this day. I would gladly pick Waterboy. 100%. 100%. Absolutely. This is a fun Friday afternoon Sunday afternoon movie just to watch. Just to watch. Yeah, I I adore this movie. I th- I think um, you adore it a little hey, bit more than I do. And I'm 100% respectful. Probably, but uh hey, you listening to this right now, uh tell us what you think about The Waterboy. What was our take on The Waterboy? What did you think of our take on The Waterboy? Uh let us know. You can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. And as long as Twitter's still a thing, you can tweet at us at cinemagems underscore pod. You can also see some behind the scenes stuff that we do, mostly the do- the the dogs, the mascots being adorable on Cinemagems Pod. Yep. Right on Instagram, yeah. um, guys. Um, I got really scared there for a second, and I thought the but Maestro was talking to me about listening, but he was talking to me. But also you. We want to hear your voice. We want to know you. You instead. We want to know what movies you want us to review. We will literally read out anything that you want us to read out on air. If you, oh please, please. I love reading fan. Mail. Please let us know. And hate mail is even better. I think I love hate mail more than fan mail. Some of the best episodes we've done on this show were suggestions by listeners for movies that we otherwise would not have volunteered to do on our own. Correct. Correct. The Last Unicorn. I mean, so, come on, man. The last. I wouldn't have thought to watch that movie, but thanks to, to, to Joe Bear, exactly. we watched that amazing movie, and we both fucking exactly. loved it. So, please, you if you have a favorite obscure movie... Fucking send it to us. We will find a way to watch it, and we'll probably nerd the fuck out about uh, it. Uh, Patron did mention that her words, not mine, that the land before time is 35 years old this year. Wait, that what is? The land before time. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know if my heart can take that movie. Ugh. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with you. But you know how long that movie is? It's only an hour and 15 minutes. Oh. Yeah, and it's an hour and 15 minutes of straight up just brutal heartbreak. But motherfucking tree stars, man. Motherfucking tree stars. Littlefoot's mom. Oh. Spoilers! Sorry, spoilers for a 35-year-old movie. Spoilers, man! But look, guys. Next week, we're going to have something very special. We don't know yet. But the week after that is my birthday week, so I get to pick a movie. We're, we're, we're working on some shit, okay? Yeah. Hey, look, life is hard, okay? But the week after next is my birthday week, and I specifically picked the movie so the but my show can do his favorite segment. What is your favorite segment? I don't know. What is my favorite segment again? What did the What did the Admiral make me watch just now? What? Oh. <laughs> What, what the fuck did the Admiral just make me watch? Yep, no, you're absolutely right. That's my favorite segment. That is my favorite segment. That is it. What the what the fuck did the Admiral just make me watch? Yep, that's accurate. Yep. It's essentially the show in a nutshell. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, look, 
Uh, thank you to all of our amazing Swapper Jacks friends and family members. We love y'all, appreciate y'all, uh, and we rely on y'all's input and uh, constructive criticism that y'all send to cinemagems15 at gmail.com. Uh, thank you as always. We love y'all. Yes, guys, and just remember, thank you, Marty and the Eric Zerber for letting us be on your website, lowrainpictures.com. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, just remember that t- times are tough. There are things going on that you can't control. There are things happening that you're really glad that's happening right now, as of now. Some things may happen later on in the, pa- in the past, in the future that you may not like. It's okay to take time for yourself to think about yourself before you do anything. Remain calm and breathe before you think yeah pretty much before you think of anything make sure that you put yourself in someone else's shoes guys just remember that we are all going through our own personal struggles and sometimes we don't we don't like other people to know what we're going through it's okay it is okay so guy uh to pick up on what the admiral is saying and to bring it even more relevant uh it is okay to be frustrated and overwhelmed, but when you feel that frustration overwhelming you to the point that you are losing grip on the empathetic part of yourself, the compassionate part of yourself, it's time to take a step back and breathe. Yes. Yes. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say so, Admiral? Oh, 100% agree. 100% agree. But all right, guys. Take care of yourselves, and hey, keep listening to Cinema Gems, because we have like five seven years of backlog <laughs> oh god wait oh no wait this this is the seventh oh god this is the seventh year of the show wait is it i thought it was longer than that is i don't know man we're, we're gonna be celebrating 10 years of cinema gems before you realize it admiral oh god wait that's in oh oh god all right guys we we gotta go before we have a mind we gotta, we go. gotta go we gotta go all right guys just remember to wipe your hooves and see you later <laughs> But remember, black lives always matter, guys. Always. Bye, guys. Love y'all. Bye. She can ruin my life. (laughs) What the fuck did the Admiral just make me watch? Yep, that's accurate. (laughs) It's essentially the show in a nutshell.